0: Section 49 of A Book of American Explorers This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Betty B. A Book of American Explorers By Thomas Wentworth Higginson Book 11. Captain John Smith, 1606-1631 to Part 1. The Virginia Colony the first four of the following extracts are from smith's general history of virginia new england and the summer isles edition of sixteen twenty six pages thirty nine to forty nine the next four are from the history of travel into virginia britannia by william strakey secretary of the virginia colony reprinted by the Hacklute society eighteen forty nine pages forty nine to fifty two Fifty seven, fifty eight, eighty, eighty one, one hundred ten, one hundred eleven. The ninth is from the General History, page two hundred nineteen. The tenth is from A Description of New England by Captain John Smith, printed in the Massachusetts Historical Collections, third series, volume six, pages one o nine, one twenty one. The eleventh is from the General History, pages one twenty one to one twenty three. The last two are from advertisements for the unexperienced planters of new england or anywhere by captain john smith sometimes governor of virginia and admiral of new england london sixteen thirty one, reprinted in massachusetts historical collection third series volume three pages seven twenty nine thirty forty four there is a memoir of captain smith by g s hillard in sparks american biography volume two captain john smith one captain john smith in virginia captain bartholomew gosnell one of the first movers of this plantation having many years solicited many of his friends but found small assistance at last prevailed with some gentlemen as captain john smith mr edward maria wingfield mr robert hunt and diverse others who depended a year upon his projects but nothing could be effected till by their great charge and industry it came to be apprehended by certain of the nobility gentry and merchants so that his majesty by his letters patents gave commission for establishing councils to direct here and to govern and to execute there to effect this was spent another year and by that three ships were provided one of a hundred tons another of forty and a pinnace of twenty the transportation of the company was committed to captain christopher newport a mariner well practiced for the western parts of america but their orders for government were put in a box not to be opened nor the governors known until they arrived in virginia on the nineteenth of december sixteen o six we set sail from blackwall but by unprosperous winds were kept six weeks in the sight of england we watered at the canaries we traded with the savages at dominica three weeks we spent in refreshing ourselves among the west india isles in guadalupe we found a bath so hot as in it we boiled pork as well as over the fire and at a little isle called monica we took from the bushes with our hands near two hogsheads full of birds in three or four hours in Mivas, mona and the virgin isles we spent some time where with a loathsome beast like a crocodile called a guane tortoises pelicans parrots and fishes we daily feasted gone from thence in search of virginia the company was not a little discomforted seeing the mariners had three days past their reckoning and found no land so that captain ratliff captain of the pinnace rather desired to bear up the helm to return for england than make further search but god the guider of all good actions forcing them by an extreme storm to hull all night, did drive them by his providence to their desired port, beyond all their expectations, for never any of them had seen that coast. The first land they made they called Cape Henry, where thirty of them, recreating themselves on shore, were assaulted by five savages, who were two of the English very dangerously. That night was the box opened and the orders read, in which Bartholomew Gosnall, John Smith, edward wingfield christopher newport john ratliff john martin and george kendall were named to the council and to choose a president among them for a year who with the council should govern matters of moment were to be examined by a jury but determined by the major part of the council in which the president had two voices until the thirteenth of may they sought a place to plant in then the council was sworn mr wingfield was chosen president and an oration made why captain smith was not admitted of the council as the rest now falleth every man to work the council contrived the fort the rest cut down trees to make place to pitch their tents some provide clapboard to relay the ships some make gardens some nets etc the savages often visited us kindly the president's overweening jealousy would admit no exercise at arms or fortification but the boughs of trees cast together in the form of a half-moon by the extraordinary pains and diligence of captain kendall newport smith and twenty others were sent to discover the head of the river by divers small habitations they passed in six days they arrive at a town called powhatan consisting of some twelve houses pleasantly seated on a hill before it three fertile isles about it many of their cornfields the place is very pleasant and strong by nature of this place the prince is called powhatan and his people powhatans to this place the river is navigable but higher within a mile by reason of the rocks and isles there is not passage for a small boat this they call the falls the people in all parts kindly entreated them till being returned within twenty miles of jamestown they gave just cause of jealousy But had God not blessed the discoverers otherwise than those at the fort, there had then been an end of that plantation. For at the fort, where they arrived the next day, they found seventeen men hurt and a boy slain by the savages. And had it not chanced a crossbar shot from the ships struck down a bow from a tree amongst them that caused them to retire, our men had all been slain, being securely all at work and their arms in dry vats hereupon the president was willing the fort should be palisaded the ordnance mounted his men armed and exercised for many were the assaults and ambuscades of the savages and our men by their disorderly straggling were often hurt when the savages by the nimbleness of their heels well escaped what toil we had with so small a power to guard our workmen a-days watch all night resist our enemies and effect our business To relay the ships, cut down trees, and prepare the ground to plant our corn, etc. I refer to the reader's consideration. End of section 49.